Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey everybody, welcome back in. We roll all the way till 3 o'clock today. And of course, you can always get in on the program at 264-1700. That's 264-1700. And you can always tweet us as well. You can find me at Jimmy B Radio. That's at Jimmy B Radio. I'm at Trent Condon, T-R-E-N-T-C-O-N-D-O-N. Get a hold of me over there. Will you find me uh, maybe tweeting some pictures of my daughter, talking about beer, or... (laughs) Complaining about the Iowa non-conference schedule again this year in basketball, Jimmy B. You just you just go off on that. I mean, you're so sick and tired of having them play five to six games against teams that are 300 and less or 300 more in the RPI. And to be honest with you, I don't blame you because every time they schedule a game like that at Carver, about 3,500 people show up. That's about it. And then they'll say, well, we had a crowd of 11,000 because they had sold tickets. People just don't want to waste their time going to see Iowa play teams like that, that they're going to beat by 50 or 60 points. It's unfair to the fans, and you make the best point. It really creates havoc with their RPI. And that's the thing that bothers me. I I really don't care that they have scheduled cupcake games because everybody does it, Jim. It's not Mm -hmm. just Iowa. Everybody across the country does the same type of thing. You have bye games. You have games where you fill out your non-conference schedule with teams that are bad. Everybody does it. Sometimes you get some better ones, a team that turns out to be good that wasn't expected, but everybody has these games. They're not home and homes. They are strictly buy games. You pay a team to come in. You help them pay for their expenses to travel, and that is that. The problem, and this goes all the way back to the beginning of the Fran McCaffrey era. At that time, well, it made sense. Iowa was coming off one of the worst runs of basketball in program history over 100 years under Todd Licklider. You had to schedule wins. It made sense at the time. And as you're building the program up, that made sense to go out there and find teams, not just that you're going to beat, but maybe a couple of teams that you're going to pace and you're going to get some confidence on those young guys. We're now going into seven, into eight years of Fran McCaffrey, and it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed with the buy games that they bring in are the worst of the worst every single year. You look back and you go past the seven past seasons, they have had at least four and as many as six to seven 300-plus RPI teams that come in. And this is a year, Jimmy B., where expectations are this is going to be an NCAA tournament team. That's where Mm -hmm. at least the expectations Mm -hmm. here regionally and across Iowa and across the Midwest are. People look at Iowa and say, even without Peter Jock, everybody else back, that the Hawkeyes will be a tournament team. Is that fair? That's fair, yeah. I think think everybody believes that after last season's near-miss, and then getting beat by TCU at Carver in the NIT. I think people think now that the freshmen of last year are now veteran players as sophomores, and they expect this team to do terrific things. I I just think that's the mentality of Hawk fans. With Garza Nunji also coming in, this is a team that is absolutely 13 deep. They are our 13 guys that deserve minutes for most D1 programs after the Elite Elite. 
would play with most any other team on this roster right now. Incredibly talented. Are there some flaws? Yeah, absolutely. And do they have to get better defensively? Sure they do. But you look at this team, I think a baseline is an NCAA tournament team. But here's the difference. And here's the difference in a way to make that next step. Fran McCaffrey's got the team to the tournament three times. They've won games in two different rounds, something that they hadn't done. You have to go all the way back to 2003, the last time they won a tournament game before they'd pulled the wins in back-to-back seasons in the NCAA tournament. But to get to that next step, to get to the next weekend, to be a Sweet 16 team, yeah, there are upsets. There are teams that come there and they upset their way to the Sweet 16. It happens every year. But it's a lot mm-hmm. easier when you're a top four, five seed to get there because the pass a lot easier, right? I, I, yes, 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 that's, yes. Yeah, that's it. And you're Look, se- this is, yeah, go ahead. You're, you're setting yourself up for failure when you put together a non-conference schedule like this. Because, first of all, the thing that upsets me is the bye games. Chicago State. Chicago State last yep. year went 3-26 and with an RPI of 318. Alabama State. Won 7-23 last year, an RPI of 342. Even the next two, Grambling and Southern, both had winning records in the SWAC. Winning records in the SWAC. 13-17 and 17 overall. But that conference sucks so much, their RPIs are still 321 and 319 respectively for Grambling and Southern. Southern Utah, 3-15 and 15 in conference, 4-27 and 27 overall, an RPI Ooh. of 341. Your best... Oh. Home game in the non-conferences against Northern Illinois. Their RPI last year was 241. Uh. Now, the other part of the schedule is fine. You know, the neutral site game against Colorado up in Sioux Falls. Great game. Fun. Yeah. Different location. One-off game. Absolutely. Obviously, the Iowa-Iowa State game. In Ames this year, wonderful game. High V Big Four Classic. You know my thoughts on it, but it's there. You got Drake this year. Okay. It's Drake and year number one of a rebuild happening. ACC Big Ten Challenge, a road game against Virginia Tech. Your tournament that you play in this year, you get Louisiana Lafayette in the first round, then either Wyoming or South Dakota State, and if you get to the championship, which they should, you'll play a top-20 team in Cincinnati. That's good. And the other teams there, decent mid-majors. I'm not going to kill that part of it. It's these bye games. And even if they would schedule up, even if they would have got Duke, in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. And even if the Big Four Classic, for whatever reason this year, brought in Kansas. Even if they had that, it wouldn't matter because these dregs of college basketball completely pulled down your non-conference strength of schedule. And even if I was really good this year, and they run through this thing, and say they get through the non-conference part of the schedule, I don't know, they go 11-1, and and they go 12-6 and in the Big Ten, that's great, and it'll be a great record, and it'll look all well and good, but you're wondering, boy, why is Iowa seven seeds as opposed to a four seed and will come back to this exact point? These awful college teams kill your RPI, and it's going to happen to Iowa, and it's going to happen to their non-conference strength of schedule this year. Jim, we know it happens every year, and it's happening again this season. Well, look, it came to bite them in the butt twice. It bit them last year for that. And then a few years back, it did exactly the same thing. Uh, You would have thought that McCaffrey would have learned. Would three of those games be acceptable to you? Or would that number be two of those games? No, three's good. I think three is a fair number. Another thing, and Tom Kaker brought this up, it's not just 
uh, when you're playing in those different tournaments. It's not just the games that you play on the island or wherever it may be. There was also two games that were added. Remember last year they played down in Florida. They played Virginia and Memphis uh, down there in Destin. You remember that? Yes, I do. Well, yep. there was also two other games that were a part of that that they played in Carver. Two bad teams, Texas, Rio Grande Valley, and the Savannah State games that were part of that. And when these are put together, these tournaments, this is another aspect that the group that puts together the tournament does is they help you get some non-conference scheduling, help some different teams from both smaller conferences and the bigger teams be able to get the by game. So that's going to happen. And a couple of these games are a part of that. That's all well and good, but you have to leave yourself a little bit of wiggle room here. I'm not asking for them to go out and schedule a home-and-home with an elite-level team. I'm not asking them to schedule a home-and-home with anybody. But bring in a team that's decent. Bring in a Missouri Valley team. Bring in Illinois State. Bring in Valpo. Go out to the MAC. Find who's going to be decent this year. You're a college Mm -hmm. basketball coach. you got people inside that building that know conferences well enough that you can figure out, you know what, North Dakota State's going to be pretty good this year. They're not going to be awful. Let's bring them in. And if they beat us, so be it. That's not going to be the difference between being a tournament team and being out that one loss. It it isn't. But if you put together a strong enough schedule, that could be the difference between playing close to home in the first couple of rounds or being shipped out and having to see Gonzaga in the second round and doing it in Washington or going out in the second round and playing Villanova and having to do it in Philadelphia. Look, I wasn't Mm -hmm. good enough to beat both of those teams, but I'll tell you what, if their second-round opponent was somebody closer to home and instead of being a top-two seed, it was a five seed, you're feeling a lot better in that round of 32. All right, you've made some very good points. Let me run this one by you then. If you believe that they should change that non-conference by games, as we like to call them, Mm -hmm. because pretty much the popcorn seller in the stands could play and Iowa would still win, the, the case in point is if you change and go get teams that are in the top 170 to 220, would that make you feel much better about some things? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. That's, that's all it is. It's year after year, the teams that are 250 or worse than the RPI, and it's easy to do. You know, Jim, some people will try to sell you a, a, a bill of goods that, oh, you don't know who's going to be good. You don't know how bad these teams are going to be. You do. And it's simple as looking at what conferences they come from year after year. The bottom two conferences, season after season, are from the SWAC and from the MEAC. And yes, those are historically black colleges. That's what they are. Uh, Mm -hmm. But the reality is, in terms of funding, in terms of the way those teams have to schedule, you know, those teams from the SWAC year after year, they don't play a home game in the non-conference. They're just out trying to make money for the athletic department. That's correct. And they're playing by games, and they're on the road for two months trying to make that happen. But if you come out here and you just start right there, cross off the SWAC, cross off the MEAC year after year, you got a starting point. That's a starting point where I would start from. If I'm an athletic director, that's where I would start the conversation because, you know, scheduling in general, I get fired up about, especially basketball scheduling because I believe there's a science to it. I've seen teams that have been able to do it at an incredibly effective and efficient area, and I think Iowa could be right there with them, and it would help them when it comes tournament time and Selection Sunday, it would help them. And I'd start right there. Any SWAC team, we're not scheduling them. Any team from the MEAC, we're not scheduling them because year after year after year, 
Those are the two worst conferences in college basketball. Those are the teams that are going to hurt you year after year. Even if you play somebody good from those conferences, you know, Texas Southern the last couple of years has been pretty good. Uh, Mike Davis, the old Indiana coach, he's down there. He's, he's done a good job. There, yep. They went 16-2 and two in the conference last year, and yet even with that, their RPI was still over 100. That was the best team in the league. You go to the second-place team in the league, Alcorn State last year, the second-best team in the SWAC, their RPI is 227. Cross them out. Don't schedule any SWAC teams. Simple as that. My partner, Trent Condon, on his soapbox, railing against the Iowa non-conference schedule and their buy games. It's always a treat. It's a treat for me, pal, <laughs> when you start to go off like that. I always enjoy it. Oh, yeah. uh, A little... It's good. It's good. No, I, I, I like that because I know that you have such disdain Ugh. for playing those kind of teams. It's the number. Again, two, three yeah. of them, I get it. Five, six of them, absolutely not. Especially with the team. Even last year, I understood it because it was Peter Jock and a ton of young guys. I understood it that season. My soapbox, I was up there a little bit, but this is another level. This is going to be a team I think is going to be really good. This is as excited for an Iowa basketball team as I've been for a couple of years. I think they have a chance to be really special. That's how much I believe in the talent of this team. But these are the little aspects that you have to look at, and you go through the checklist. It doesn't make a lick of sense. The schedule is going to be different this year. It's different because they're playing at Madison Square Garden. They have to play a week earlier for the Big Ten tournament this season. Because of that, you're going to see two games that are played in early December. That screws up the schedule, but that does not give you a right to go out and schedule this kind of non-conference schedule. And how are you selling these games, Jim? You come up, and this is, again, this is what you're scheduling in the non-conference. You're trying to sell this. You, you work in the ticket department now, Jim, all right? You ready? Yes. All right, we got a great Big Ten slate. We know that, but we have that every year. Non-conference, you're selling these games. Chicago State, Alabama State, Grambling State, Southern, Southern Utah, Northern Illinois. That's it. Sell that, Jimmy B. Here, uh, come out to the ball game and see if Herky the Hawk can score in double figures in his mascot outfit against these teams. It's a one in a lifetime opportunity, ladies and gentlemen, if you're a Hawk fan. Pay your 35 bucks to get into Carver to see if Herky can make a basket against these teams. You gotta be here. You gotta see it to believe it. Oh man, I could see this ridiculousness. I, I have no idea if you're the box office, Trent, how in the world you can sell these tickets to Hawk fans. I'm with you on that. And the pressure is on this team now. They're not gonna lose any of these games against the aforementioned teams. They're not losing any of those games. Yeah, they got beat last year by uh, by a team that comes over in Nebraska-Omaha. That was different. This team, these teams are complete. Nebraska-Omaha would beat all these teams by 20 points. This is how oh, bad yes. these yeah. teams are that are coming in. They're not losing any of those, but now you're putting the pressure on at minimum. You can't afford a loss before the championship in the Cayman Islands Classic. You have to win both your games, get to that Cincinnati game, and then if you lose to Cincinnati, you got to find a way to either win the game at Virginia Tech or at Iowa State, which has been a house of horrors for the Hawkeyes. They've let big leads slip away the last two times they've been in the building. You have to find a way to win at least one of those two road games, or you're looking at 
a non-conference schedule that has nothing. If that doesn't happen, if you lose to Cincinnati, to Virginia Tech, and to Iowa State, your best non-conference win would be against Colorado, a decent Colorado team on a neutral mm-hmm. floor. That is all you have your ha- hang your hat on. Good luck. You better find a way to beat Michigan State if that's the case. That's a, that's a, that's a great segment on their deplorable uh, teams that they are indeed playing in the non-conference, their bye games. Breaking news that we have for you again. We told you we would keep everybody up to speed on the trades taking place in Major League Baseball. Well, you can scratch Sonny Gray from the a guy who's available with the Oakland A's. Trent, as we talked about earlier, New York Yankees will acquire Sonny Gray from the Oakland Athletics. Good. Good, good, good. So one crossed off the list. That was one that I said was going to happen. We'll see if I'm going to be correct here and you, Darvish, stays at home or if there's a deal that's going to be happening here in the next, what, 41 minutes. That's all we got, Jimmy B. That's, that's all that's left. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Bill Bender, by the way, is going to be joining us. We're going to switch gears, do some uh, college football with Bill from the Sporting News. Uh, it's all coming up in just a couple of minutes, and you can listen right here on the Big Talker 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee, so whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. Think you can't manage the down payment it takes to purchase a new home? Think again. You could move into a $150,000 home with as little as $1,500 down with our 1% down payment option. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.19%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Today, we're talking about your budget and budget blinds. People get so hung up on that word budget. Listen, everybody's got a budget. Budget blinds is all about getting the window coverings you really want at a price that fits your budget. Right. They have exclusive designer styles, hundreds of choices. And budget blinds gives you expertise service none of that do it yourself the pros bring the showroom to you then do it all measure and install what a relief that's style and service for every budget and right now during their 25th anniversary celebration it's the biggest sale of the year with special upgrades and offers explain the free upgrades like the invisible tilt for shutters make shutters look cleaner more contemporary same with the free cordless upgrade on honeycomb shades no cords look sleek and uncluttered i like that just call this number it's easy to remember 855 budget blinds 855 then the name budget blinds or go online budgetblinds.com remember budget means getting custom window coverings at a price that fits your budget and remember 855 budget blinds offer good on selected products at participating independently owned and operated franchises only some restrictions may apply ask for details whether you're a beginner or an experienced golfer practice makes you well can make you perfect willow creek golf course is a great place to do just that 
Their driving range is open and ready for you to get just a little better. There's lots of room, grass tees, and even a practice green. Call for more information at 515-285-4558 or visit willowgolf.com. That's willowgolf.com. Willow Creek Golf Course on Southeast Willow Creek. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms, and will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. Our roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Back with you here. We turn our attention from some college basketball talk into a little football, Jimmy B. Uh, had to get a drink of water there after kind of losing my mind for a moment, uh, screaming about the <laughs> Iowa basketball schedule. Had to relather things uh, in the vocal cords. But we got Bill Bender here, covers college football and, and really much more for the sporting news. And he joins us right now on the Draft House 50 hotline. Bill, how are things? Hey, Trent. Jimmy, how you guys doing? Oh, we're doing all right here. Can't complain about things because, well, we got football this week, the Hall of Fame game, and uh, you'll be there again just a short track up and covering the Hall of Fame this weekend. Uh, always a, a fun time, certainly, in Canton. And I'm sure uh, for people that haven't been there, describe the scene if you can, Bill. Oh, yeah. It's it's kind of that kickoff to football season. I know uh, I've been up there so many times being spoiled. I actually, my wife and I got married one exit down from the Hall of Fame so people would have the chance to go. Ah. I mean, because everybody, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, uh, everybody should have the chance to experience that. And I think Hall of Fame weekend, you just see all the jerseys, the people, the passion. It's uh of course, last year I was there, and they, they didn't play the game, so they bumped it up to Thursday this year. That should be a lot of fun with the Cowboys and Cardinals. Do you, uh, do you like that, having it now on a Thursday instead of the weekend? Uh, not really. I, I'm a big stickler on tradition. I think, obviously, what happened last year, though, with the logistics of tearing everything down, a new stadium now this year, and, and the debacle that was that game last year. I mean, I was standing on the field. I remember this 
vividly, like standing on the field two feet away from Aaron Rodgers and Andrew Luck and Lee Greenwood singing, I'm proud to be an American, and nobody knew what the heck was going on. It was truly one of the most bizarre stories I've ever covered, and nobody even played the game. Mm-hmm. Wild time last year. Uh, things are going to be fixed, but it sounds like it's going to take uh, probably all the way up until Thursday to make every make sure that every I is dotted and T is crossed. Yeah, I mean, that's how it is. And, and you know, obviously when, when we see that first couple series, your eyes have to readjust. It's football. It's, it's a preseason game. We all overreact to everything. But uh, it'll be fun. I, I think the bigger concerns of Dallas right now are obviously about Ezekiel Elliott's status, some other things there. But when Dallas, with Dallas being in town and Jerry Jones' induction, it's going to be it's going to be a big weekend. That's going to drive a lot of traffic and uh, you know interest because it is Big D. Uh, right now, we're having a conversation with one of our favorite guys, Bill Bender from the Sporting News, on the Draft House Fifty Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Uh, Bill, take me. Trent and I had a conversation a little earlier about how Michigan State, because we're now past Big Ten media days, how Michigan State is being able to maybe fly below the radar a little bit. And we talked how the situation at Baylor blew up so huge nationally. Do you have a reason maybe why the Michigan State case, which is similar, although not as many cases yet, there could be more, on why that has not taken on a bigger amount of significance like Baylor did. Well, because Mark D'Antonio handled it right. I mean, you know, there was silence on their end because they let the investigation play out. I don't think there are any more incidents. Uh, they obviously went through the ringer. I mean, it put a damper on the spring game. But in terms of protocol and the things you need to do on their end, Mark D'Antonio did the right things. Now, you never want that to happen to your program. I think more of the focus now on Michigan State is how do you get back from 3-9 and nine to in a division where you're big game hunting against Michigan, Penn State, and Ohio State? I think that's the more immediate concern now. And, but in terms of off-the-field kind of things, they probably can't afford more of that, but they handled everything correctly, and Baylor, we can obviously not say the same thing. Yeah, certainly different circumstances there. Uh, next question on that. With D'Antonio, if things don't go well, let's say they have another 3-9 and nine type of season, could it be that quickly, as quickly as he built things up, five out of six years winning double-digit games, that he's looking for work, or has he built up enough goodwill that he would be fine even with another disappointment? Uh, we'll see. I mean, Michigan State, you got to think of where they were before he arrived. I mean, they were a mess with John L. They were a mess with Bobby Williams. They weren't all that great under Nick Saban. So I think what Mark D'Antonio has done is taken the program to new heights. And, you know, if anything – they've got to get back to playing with that chip on their shoulder. They're one of those programs that doesn't need the four- and five-star kids for success, but they need they, they might need a few more of them because Michigan's getting that kind of player. Uh, Penn State's getting that kind of player. And Mark D'Antonio, the challenge for him, I think, is getting those players, getting Brian Lewerke to play better at quarterback, and, and really making a run for it. Because last year, like we said, um, you know, Harbaugh, Franklin, and Meyer, they're not slowing down. Mm-hmm. No, they are not. Uh, he's, he's got a lot of catching up to do after what took place last season. Take me then to the overall prospectus of the Big Ten. We feel that as far as coaches on the hot seat, at least in the West, it's Mike Riley at Nebraska. 
Are you in on that? If they have a disastrous season, does he have to be a nine-win team in order to keep the Wolves away from the door? Well, I, you know, with with a signing, I, I was talking about this earlier in the week. I don't know about a signing win totals with Nebraska because, um, you know, say what if they go nine and three and then Iowa and Wisconsin both beat them by forty points? Mm-hmm. I mean, will, will that nine wins matter or will the two losses matter? So. I think it's about being competitive in the Big Ten West. There's an opportunity there. I mean, Wisconsin's a front runner, but they're certainly not the runaway front runner. I think Nebraska can compete with their quarterback. To me, uh, we'll see how the defense is with Bob Diaco. Uh, you know, moving to the three-four, will that mean they can win some big games in the Big Ten? I don't think he's on the hot seat yet, but I'd say next year, if we're having the same conversation, it will be. Bill, uh, you have your previews up for every conference over at the Sporting News. Uh, you went with the favorites both in the East and the West. Uh, pretty chalky with the Buckeyes and the Badgers there. <laughs> if you had to pick a team to unseat either of them in each division, which direction would you be going with the Big Ten? Well, in the West, I would say either Iowa or Northwestern. I want to see how Iowa plays out. I think, you know, they match up. You know that game's going to be a fist fight every year. It's going to be tight, and I think it'll be tight again this year. I'd probably lean toward Iowa there. And then Penn State or Michigan, and I think that's a coin flip because I think Michigan's going to be better than people think. And I think Penn State, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves even though their offense is going to be very good. And if I had to pick a team to beat Ohio State straight up, I don't think Penn State can go to Columbus and win, whereas I think Michigan at the end of the year, who knows where they'll be, it's in Ann Arbor. You know, last year was close. I would say Michigan has a better chance to beat Ohio State but Penn State has a better chance to win the division. Interesting how you put that together, Bill, uh, with with Penn State. What makes you think that Michigan is going to be better than what some people think they will? Well, it depends on what the expectations are. I've read everything from, you know, people trying to imply that Harbaugh's on the hot seat, which, no, I mean, not. I I think the hype has gone out of control. Trent and I have talked about that in the past, and, you know, it gets on a runaway train with the social media stuff. But, I mean, they've got depth on the defensive line. They've got their quarterback back. I think these are he, he's got a young and talented team for recruiting. Remember, he was winning with Brady Hoke's guys. Now he's bringing his guys in. So I think, you know, but but the schedule's tough. I mean, they got to go to Wisconsin. they got to go to Penn State. they got Florida in the opener. And there may be some inconsistency with that youth. So, But I still think getting back to 10 wins, they can do that. Bill, you spoke of hype, and uh, the guy up north of us in Minnesota is trying to build a lot of hype, P.J. Fleck and the uh, fighting Flex up there with the Gophers. You, uh, I saw in your poll, uh, bowl projections you did have them as a bowl team. Still some things they have to clean up, both depth-wise along the offensive line and up front on that defensive line there. A team that won nine games last year. How much upside do you see in this year's Gopher squad? Well, they got to find out who the quarterback is, and they had a bunch of injuries off the offensive line in, in spring practice. But they do get to run around Rodney Smith. That'll be good. He's a heck of a player. Uh, Fleck, obviously, at Big Ten Media Day, I mean, he made an impression because I don't think the media guys like me are used to hearing somebody talk quite that much at Big Ten Media Day. So um, <laughs> it's interesting. I think they're an X-Factor team because you wonder, can they compete with Wisconsin, Iowa, you know, win some of those awesome Big Ten trophies that I love. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll see, though. And I think people are going to be very interested in him, whether he succeeds or fails, 
because I don't think there will be an in-between when we evaluate him later. Interesting. Having a conversation with Bill Bender, Sporting News, College Football, on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Um, some of the publications you guys in general have come out with uh, the wonderful preseason predictions. Where are you, Bill, on your final four? Are you staying chalk, or do you have a team sneaking in there for the first time that might have two losses? Well, I don't think you can lose two games still. I, our picks are chalky, and I, I hope I'm wrong. I mean, I, how long? How often do you hear that? I mean, yeah. if it's Ohio State, Florida State, Alabama, and USC, that means that there wasn't much – excitement in the regular season now usc would be the new blood and if you get sam darnold in there and, and that fan base and that you know how they move the needle out west that would be good but you know alabama high state that's kind of where it starts so like i said i mean whether a penn state of michigan wisconsin whoever can challenge ohio state or i don't see it in the sec though i don't see anybody but alabama i'm pretty comfortable with that one you know uh-huh. last year alabama was the clear-cut number one and the SEC was able to survive just because of the reputation that they'd build up. Will they be able to have a, a similar season this year? Or if it is Alabama, a huge gap in everybody else, could you see some of that SEC love fest start to maybe dissipate a little bit? Well, I think it has on some level because we're having it's – not, it's not going to be the SEC's winning eight straight championships with – LSU and Auburn and Tennessee and everybody in Florida and, and how they spread them out of the BCS era. I, I think, you know, conference, the conference pride, conference strength goes year to year now. I think, you know, right now the ACC is on top because they had the best year last year. Uh, I mean, hey, who can dispute that? Nine and three in the Bulls. Uh, Florida State beat Michigan. Clemson beat Alabama and um, Ohio State. So I think, you know, they had the best year, but who's to say the Big Ten can't do that this year? Who's to say the SEC can't do that? I think those are the three conferences that are a notch ahead of the Pac-12 and Big 12. But, but you know, what if Texas and Oklahoma and Oklahoma State have a big year? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's – look, the Big 12, it seems, again, is the – and what you just referenced mm-hmm. seems to be the conference that's going to get shut out again. Uh, even though, Bill, they have instituted now a championship game, does that really matter or not? I think it helps, um, you know, because you get to make that last impression like everybody else and the one true champion thing. I mean, they've gotten bit twice already. I mean, the TCU-Baylor thing, I remember saying, you know, we would argue so much about those two that Ohio State might leap them both, and sure enough, that happened. And then last year, Oklahoma didn't even lose a Big 12 game. So from that aspect, Jimmy, I think Oklahoma versus Ohio State's a huge game, not just for the Sooners, but for the Big 12 in general. If they're able to go up there to Columbus, win the game, you know, score one for the Big 12 and Baker Mayfield, Lincoln Riley, and everything else, it would really do a lot to help the conference out. Otherwise, yeah, they could get shut out again. Well, we'll let you go with this one as we're talking with Bill Bender of the Sporting News. You mentioned USC would at least be somewhat new blood in there, but but give us a dark horse. Give us a team. If you're staying away from the chalk, you would like to make it to the college football playoff this year. I think Oklahoma State's interesting. I mean, it's time for a breakthrough there. I mean, you know, they've been good. for. Does that count as a sleeper? Is that too easy? Well, around here, probably not anymore because it seems like, Bill, we've been talking right. about Oklahoma State a lot. But I think nationally, absolutely, that'd be looked at that way. 
Well, yeah, like they, they, you guys obviously know about them, and a lot of people know that they, they score a bunch of points in Gundy. But I think so much from a national level, people pay attention to Gundy's mullet and, you know, other things like the punter's <laughs> hiding campaign. When, when you look past it, you got really high-powered offense with Mason Rudolph, James Washington, opportunity with Bob Stoops out of the way to do some things. And, um, you know, they've been good all this whole decade. So I don't know if it's a sleeper. They're just kind of a team I'm eyeballing to see if, if they're for real. I guess Miami could be a dark horse, too, if they get rolling in the ACC, though. I think that might be a year early. I agree with you on, on Miami, and you're right. They might be a year early, but boy, oh, boy, he is uh, acquiring talent once again uh, with Miami, and I think that's a team in the ACC that everybody's going to have to really take a hard look at. Yeah, and, you know, the best-case scenario for the ACC now, um, I think I've talked to Trent about this a little bit. I mean, you've already got Clemson and Florida State rolling on one side. If, if they could get Miami and Tech. And on the other side, just rolling and uh, you know get kind of rekindle that rivalry they had in the '90s. I know when I was in college, that was Miami v Tech was as big a game as any during the year. And oh, if yeah. they can get back to that point, the ACC probably will be able to say, "Yeah, we're the best conference" because they've made really good coaching hires and uh, you know they've had some success out of conference. And they're not afraid. I kind of like that they're not afraid to tell you about it a little bit either. It's a fun thing, there's no doubt. Bill, we are out of time, my man. Good talking with you again. And when we talk next, it'll be football season. It'll be August. I'm sure you've already probably taken a look at that week one schedule. What's the best game we're going to get, Oregon State, Colorado State, or are you all lathered up for South Florida, San Jose State? I think, you know, watching Stanford will be fun. Sure. You know, not just they've got, uh, you know, some, some new holes to fill with Bryce Love taking over from McCaffrey, and I think – That'll be the first overreaction. People see how good Bryce Love really is, and that, that'll be the first. Look at the Heisman winner. I'll call that one out for you. <laughs> we got it already. Thanks for your time as always, Bill. We'll talk again soon. Sounds good, guys. Talk to you soon. Bill Bender with the Sporty News with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Jimmy B, we are 20 minutes away from the trade deadline. Some moving pieces continue. Should we see what we can find out during the break and come back and keep everybody up to date? Let's do it, pal. We'll uh, once again recap what happened with Sonny Gray. The Yankees will get him from Oakland, and we'll bring you up to speed on everything else as well. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker 1700. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Boom! Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. 
Get ready, Chiefs Kingdom. The 2017 football season is right around the corner, and season tickets are on sale now. Join in on the action at Arrowhead Stadium, where your Kansas City Chiefs will play host to the Steelers, Eagles, Broncos, Raiders, and more. Preseason starts on August 11th against the 49ers, so hurry and get your tickets now. For more information or to purchase tickets, go to Chiefs.com or call 1-888-99-CHIEFS. That's 1-888-99-CHIEFS. The Iowa State Fair is packed with thrills. The thrill of competing for a blue ribbon. The thrill of sampling something new on a stick. And new this year, there's thrill parks. The spectacular, jaw-dropping, and super-speed thrills of today's best rides can be found in the clean and family-friendly atmosphere of Thrillville. Little fairgoers and their families will find loads of giggles and smiles at Thrill Town. And head to Thrill Zone for breathtaking, heart-stopping, hair-raising adventure. Visit iowastatefair.org to check out all the thrilling new and familiar rides you'll discover at the Iowa State Fair, August 10th to the 20th in Des Moines. Visit iowastatefair.org for new Thrill Parks wristband offers. Lots of things take 15 minutes, like sitting through a halftime show or running a very slow mile. Well, Buffalo Wild Wings wants to add one more to the list. The B-Dubs Fast Break Lunch. Order from this menu and you'll get your lunch in 15 minutes or it's free. So put in your order, count all the tiles on our ceiling, and voila, 15 minutes and your food has arrived. Or it's on us. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Valid for tables of 6 or last Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at participating locations for dining only. Other restrictions apply. See participating location for details. Okay, keep your eyes closed. Okay. I want to show you my first ever painting. Mm, all right. Okay. Open your eyes. Oh, that's a lot of colors mm-hmm. <laughs> and shapes. So be honest. What do you think? Well, uh, I like how if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Here, why don't I hold your paintbrush while you call them? Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. 
classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. sports but you want more sports rockstar satellite can fix that with free next day installation on direct tv call rockstar satellite 515-262-STAR call today for next day installation 515-262-STAR jim brenson trent condon it's jimmy b and tc on 1700 kbgg live from the wolf construction studio sponsored by wolf construction roofing Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody. It's our final segment of a Monday here in the capital city. Thank you so much for tuning us in and the others out. Uh, you can always get in on the program at 264-1700. That's 264-1700. Trent, the baseball trading deadline is winding down. Uh, there's been a couple of minor deals already. I see that uh, David Hernandez... From the L.A. Angels to the Arizona Diamondbacks, that deal is in the works right now. What else have you seen there? Yeah, just some small things out there. I got a kick just a moment ago. Justin Verlander uh, just tweeted out a picture of him breaking. I'm still in the Tigers' locker room and a picture of him standing (laughs) in front of his locker. So I got a kick out of that one. Doesn't look like Verlander's going to be moved, uh, but... These next 15 minutes, Jim, there's still a lot that happens. And remember, sometimes we found it out a few minutes after 3 o'clock, the deals that get done right beforehand. So there is still a little bit of wiggle room. It isn't just locked and closed at 3 o'clock here. Uh, that is true. You got you got that right. Look, this is uh, it, it's interesting the way that these deals get done just before the deadline. Nothing on you, Darvish. You're you're still holding out your prediction that he ends up in Cleveland, though, right? Yeah, well, no, no, no. Remember, I said Gray would be the only one of the two that are traded. Oh, okay. When we were talking about it earlier. So I got a chance to be right, Jim. And it doesn't happen a ton, so I got to take it when I can get it, right? Uh, Yes, that's correct. Dodgers are closing in on Tony Watson. Oh, really? The former Dallas Center... Grimes uh, thrower. Yes. His dad up there as the AD, Mr. Watson making a move. How about that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he goes to a World Series contender, if that's the case. So, I mean, that's that'd be pretty good for him. <laughs> no doubt. No, no doubt about it. That'd be uh, really cool to see. Another uh, move that has officially happened. It's been rumored for a while today. Indians have picked up Joe Smith from the Blue Jays. Pretty good bullpen arm that they bring in as they continue uh, building up that bullpen. So uh, here's another thing. After the Sonny Gray decision, uh, the Westgate Westgate Casino out in Vegas has yes. moved the Yankees from ten to one to win the World Series. Now up to seven to one. Odds going wow. the other way. Wow! 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 It's it's amazing how that takes place. We gotta get we gotta get our boy Chris Andrews on here. Uh, sometime here in the next couple of weeks, just to kind of roll through some of that stuff with him, and and how that and and how that changes their perspective uh, with the uh, with the betting sports odds out in Sin City. I I find that real interesting. Yeah, yeah, 
And uh, we got a lot of football to talk with Chris coming up here. Yeah, we'll get him on the show uh, hopefully this week. I haven't talked to Chris in a couple of weeks, so hopefully we'll be able to get him on here and uh, and talk a lot of things. But yeah, the big news locally, at least as it pertains to Iowans, Tony Watson on the move as he will make his way out with the Dodgers, giving them another lefty bullpen arm. Also, you know, if they need to give Kenley Jansen maybe a little bit of a break, you know, they mm-hmm. can uh, do that. If he's thrown a couple days, a guy that at least has some closing experience back there on the back end of the bullpen. Uh, got a note here and, and uh, from my buddy Corey asking any more on the Twins. I haven't seen anything else. I know they have been trying to work uh, to trade Brandon Kinsler, their closer. The Nationals have been a name that has been very involved. And uh, with Hernandez going to Arizona, maybe that is a move that's still out there. Uh, Dozier doesn't look like anything's going to happen there. Urban Santana, probably not either. I'm fine with that. Now, I know there are many people that are a proponent of the Twins trading away Urban Santana still with some value to him, still eligible and and under team control for another couple of seasons. So uh, people want to go that route. I look at it and say, who else are they going to throw? They they need as many arms as possible, especially with that bullpen, Jim. Boy, blew a couple leads against the Dodgers, did it again over the weekend, and then trading Kinsler. I am nervous to see what the bullpen, if they do trade Kinsler here in the next 10 minutes, how ugly the back end of that thing looks. My guess is that your cell phone is going to ring, and they're going to be asking you if you can uh, get three outs in the ninth inning. Yeah, uh, you, look, you need a guy that can pump it up there 58 miles an hour. I'm your man. <laughs> Got a hell of a slider, though, I'll tell you that. That's what, I know you do. I've seen it. Look, this is, this is what, where, where the big debates come in uh, in the back rooms. You know, are we set now to be a better team for next season, or... Are we just going to really start unloading and make it two or three seasons down the road? Do you believe, then, if the Twins stand pat and don't make any other deals, that with what they have in the minors, that they believe they could be in the race after the month of July next year? Or do you still think if you, what was your favorite line? Hey, we got to July. Yeah, you got got me through July. That's all I can ask for get through the summer months and get me to football season, I'm happy. No, I, I think so. I think they they didn't do remember a whole lot during the offseason. They didn't bring in a bunch of new names, anything like that. Kind of st- stood pat with the new front office. I've been incredibly impressed, though, what I've seen so far out of out of Felvey and Levine, the, uh, the two front office guys there. I like what they've done. They still have a ton mm-hmm. of work to do with the bullpen. I think that's where they're going to start. Now they brought in Matt Belisle. He's been good the last month, but he was awful before that. There's still some tweaks, but what what they have offensively with the bases, with you know starting with Miguel Sano, who we've talked about a ton. I'm still a big believer in the upside that they have out of Buxton. I think defensively that alone makes him a plus player. Kepler Rosario, the young bases there offensively. Now it's just about the next step of what they're going to do with that staff. And they made moves, you know, flipping Jaime Garcia, I thought a great move that they made with the Yankees and and basically paying a little bit of money is what it turned out to be in order to get two-plus prospects for what they traded away in the initial deal with Jaime Garcia. I like what they're doing. I've been impressed. I'm excited about the future. I feel like the Twins are on the right track, and that's something that I haven't said a whole lot over the last five or six years. No, I know that. You've been pretty 
than last year when they were just god-awful, you were hard on them, too. Well, they needed to be. Well, Jimmy B., we are out of time today, my man. Uh, what do you got on the docket for tonight? What's looking good to you baseball-wise? Uh, Phillies came back and beat the Braves today 7-6 there. Coming up tonight locally, uh, what do we got? We got the Royals. They're in Baltimore, game one of that four-game set out there. Against the O's, that starts at 6.05. White Sox, no. Not a whole lot locally going on. So I guess the Royals and uh, maybe little Indians Red Sox, is that going to get your fancy tonight? I, I guess. I mean, that's what I'm going to take a look at. Uh, Cleveland-Boston is, is the premier game. Yep. Um, Washington-Miami, I might sample that a little bit just because I like to watch Stanton bat. And so now you've got Stanton and Bryce Harper. Uh, so from a star standpoint with two great players, uh, that could be a possibility. But it's pretty much slim pickings. I mean, it's, it's pretty weak tonight. Uh, maybe it'll be a night out and uh, Jimmy B having a 7-7. Seven and seven. How about that? Well, the matter, that wouldn't matter. Even if there were great games on, the night out is always there for the taking. You know that. Well, Jimmy B, you have a good one. We'll do it tomorrow again at noon. How's that sound? I'm ready, pal, as we will see you Tuesday bright and early at 12 noon. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker. 1700. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3. Sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You 
could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special you'll get 50% off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping daddy where do babies come from uh well, uh... Honey? Mommy went to the store. Oh, well, you see, um... Well, there's a mommy and a daddy, right? Right. And see, when they call Geico, uh, they could save a bunch of money on car insurance. Oh, really? And that makes them happy? Yes, that makes them very happy. That's good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we could have this talk, sunshine. <laughs> Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. A Wendy's Frosty is something special. And for a limited time, a Frosty is just 50 cents. An American classic for a classic price. It's not quite a milkshake, not quite an ice cream cone. It's definitely chocolate or vanilla. That choice is on you. Use a spoon or a french fry. Anything goes. A Frosty makes summer special. Yep, there's nothing quite like a Frosty. And there's nothing quite like this deal. A Frosty for 50 cents. Get yours before this deal melts away. Small Frosty only at participating Wendy's for a limited time. Offer not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. This is a court-ordered notice. Current and former BMW, Mazda, Subaru, and Toyota owners or lessees can receive payments and other benefits from a legal settlement related to allegedly defective Takata airbags in their vehicles. To see if your vehicle is included and to file a claim, go to autoairbagsettlement.com or call 1-888-735-5596. That's autoairbagsettlement.com or 1-888-735-5596. We alarm our houses, and we alarm our cars. But when it comes to your personal information, it can be tough to know when something isn't right. That's where Discover Card can help. Now, we'll send you an alert if we find your social security number on any one of thousands of risky websites. And this service is free for card members. Just sign up online. It's our way of looking out for you, not just your account. Learn more at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. 1700 KBGG Des Moines, a cumulus station.